0: G'day, punters. Welcome back to the Sydney Review Show for 2022. The big races are back. The better horses are here as well. And it's a pleasure to be joined by Mark Sheen, Mark Roden and Rob Scarry to review these meetings. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. We saw some, I guess, overall on the punting form data, they were overall just like an average bunch of performances with the exception of the Group 2 Apollo. Uh, How did you see the day unfold?
1: Oh, we saw plenty of quality coming back to the track. So uh, maybe that was just because there was a bit of rain through the day. Um, But, uh, you know, the good horses were there and you're not going to get much better than that. So, uh, yeah, I think we saw some nice cattle there on the weekend.
0: Yep. Mark wrote, in terms of the way that the day unfolded, Mark Sheen just mentioned there was a lot of rain around. Did you find there was a distinct track pattern at all?
2: Uh, Well, pattern-wise, well, the fence was no good in the straight in particular. It wasn't completely hopeless in the run. A couple of horses were lane one in run and managed to win, but yeah, you'd certainly rather be off fence, and particularly in the straight. Um, Just looking at the times, I'm not sure that the rain's, it's had some impact, but not massive on on lining up the times. And as to the overall performances, I think, um, yeah, well, nothing's actually rated through the roof. there's been horses that have come back, you know, clearly at their best or better than they've gone before and have a platform to go again, this preparation.
0: Okay. And Rob Scurry, you obviously will run through a few of these races in particular, but did you find that overall the quality of the parades was what you would expect for this time of year?
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree, agree with Mark Sheen. Um, I haven't had much to follow for weeks, and then just this week I've just filled out my report card, as we do for Twitter, and I've got like five horses there,
0: which, I, 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 you know, last few weeks I've been struggling to get one or two. Okay well look we'll start off with race one the two-year-olds and then we'll review races six and onwards but the two-year-old race was over 1100 meters in terms of the overall class they've gone slow so four length slow to the 600 there and Mumbai Jewel was able to come from the back and record some pretty decent sectional splits it must be said there for Annabelle Misham and Sam Clipperton. Rob I'll start with you did anything stand out parade wise here?
3: Well, I thought this is. I'm interested in what Mark Shane thinks, but I thought this was the best bunch of two-year-olds I've seen um, as as a whole. Maybe not. Maybe the best one's not here, but the the quality was was above other weeks. Uh, I, I I found Miss um, uh, Faberge on top of first start, which I thought was very professional, um, and kind of looked looked perfect, ready to go. Its 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 run was um unfortunate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not my uh, Mumbai Jewel. Um, you know, just just showing how biased that track was at Rose Hill. Um, I think that's that's a good horse and, and certainly can be followed. And um, yeah, the, the big the, the boom on um, the, the me- mentalicity, I, I thought that was very fresh in the yard and squealing and a big parade watch uh, next time it goes around. Okay, Mark Sheen, what was your read here?
1: Yeah, I was disappointed with mental history. I thought he was a bit better than that. Um, w- whether or not he'll be better written back. But uh, Rob is right. He just got a little bit on the toe and was squealing. Uh, he and Sandpaper were exchanging notes there at one stage. <laughs> um, yeah, but I did think he was a bit better than that. I thought the winner paraded great. And she was against the bias there there the, against the, the other day at Rose Hill. and These fillies um, certainly have been racing well with the pull and the weights against the Colts in Sydney. So... It was good money for her, and uh, she got the job done. Away from that, I think Sandpaper's probably looking for a mile. He certainly improved. I thought he looked better than he did at Canterbury, but a little bit one-paced. Uh, not sure about Miss Faberge. I thought she was a little bit on the small side, to tell you the truth, but she didn't have a great deal of luck.
0: OK. Mark Roden, did you take anything out of this from a data or ratings point of view?
2: I don't think they've gone particularly well. Mumbai uh, Jewel was able to come from the back, which I wasn't expecting horses to be able to do uh, well, especially in a sprint uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. and that made me question whether the leaders had just stopped a bit and she got over the top of them. I think she's got some... Um, she's not... There was there was merit in the win. I think she's got some ability, but I'm not sure if any of these are absolute top class. Um, the more I look at them, the more I come to the conclusion that Cool and might just get away with the skipper by default because it's the only one with anything. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Let's jump ahead to race six, which was the Southern Cross, over 1,200 metres. Very slow tempo here on Punding Forms data. They've gone 5.9 lengths slow for the class to the 600. Lost and running, dominant winner in the end. Just basically did what he had to do there. Rob Scurry, run us through the yard.
3: Uh, lost and running, um, we'll certainly look forward. Um, I, 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 I thought it looked better at Newcastle when it won there. Uh, it's It's obviously a, a group one quality horse and you know, the market sort of, you know, tuned into that. Um, I was very, I thought the standout for me was uh, my old mate, superium horse I've got a long history with. Uh, it was slightly slow away. And, you know, I thought at the 30 odd dollars, if J Ford or, or not, it was, it was going to run a huge race. And I think it's run very, very well. Um, you know, and for standout to beat it for third was, was a bit upsetting. Uh, the the other horse I think to follow out of this race um, is the is the Annabel trains trained uh, Irish import Laws of Indices. Um, it's come home with very good sectionals. I'll let the other guys talk about that, but um, it's certainly got improvement condition to come. Not sure what to do with Ashman. That looked very forward. Um, I, I thought, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if that that's got much in it this time. Um, other horse that could certainly improve was the Gay Waterhouse Trained Embracer. Um, it looked a, 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 bit, a bit heavy to me and um, can certainly improve it a bit. bit. Uh, King of Spider might have had enough.
1: Okay, Mark Sheen, your thoughts? Yeah, well, uh, look, he was going to win this a long way from home, wasn't he? When he just lobbed in the 1-1 there, he was cantering. Um, just locked the thicket over race. Uh, they just got in the perfect spot in the run and he was never really going to be beaten. A lot of horses didn't really aim up here, but Law of is uh, with Rob on that. Uh, he galloped uh, between races at Warwick Farm on Wednesday with Mawanga. Looked to have his measure, I thought, and um, got a long way out of his ground here and ran a great race in the Golden Eagle. So uh, he could pick up a good race, this horse, once he gets up to a mile. Looking at his runs in England, he was very one-paced over there, but he showed a lot more dash over here, so I think he's going very well at the moment.
0: Indeed, uh, Mark Roden. We talked about Lost and Running there on Friday when we did the previous show. Quantico's just came out, and the market really only came for that favourite
2: there. <clears throat> um, it did. I think. Uh, well, he, he was the class horse of the race, and the market just tuned into that, and almost by a process of elimination, you know, had horses like Overpass. I think run second, but he was. Yeah, he was knocked into a cocked hat. Really, look, something to everything panned out perfectly for him. It couldn't have worked gone any better. But he's carried 61 kilos, given them all lumps of weight and brained them. Um, I think he is ready to take the step to the top class, whether he's going to be good enough to actually beat the likes of Mac Eduardo affairs, the the sort of established ones that have won their group ones. We don't know, but he certainly um, deserves his spot in that company now.
0: Race seven on the card was the Lightfingers over 1,200, and it was all about Espiona on the day, fifty-five at the jump. Slow tempo here, two lengths slow to the 600, but Fangirl was able to come from further back and run over the top of the favourite. Rob, run us through how they paraded. Uh, look, I, I on another another day,
3: I've got something on Fangirl as well. Here. I, I thought she, she just looked a little bit soft. I couldn't give her quite much perfect ticks. He just looked a little bit soft and athletic type. I thought maybe better suited to 14, 1,600 on tight. Uh, And I thought maybe the favorite will be hard to beat. To me, that looked more like a a sprinter, 1,400-meter horse, and looked a bit more forward than Van Uh, I I landed on um, uh, the the little pony, uh, Jamea, which I thought couldn't look any better for what it was. And certainly, uh, I thought I was on the winner at the 250, 300. Uh, Zuzarella is a big, strong girl, and um, yeah, we had a small play on her. So, um, yeah, no, no cigar. First four in the, in the numbers and um, losing race, and but I'm certainly looking forward to the rematch. Um, and uh, I think the bubbles burst a bit on this horse. I know it was a good run, but I'm, I'm, I, I don't think it's any superstar, and and she'll she'll be hard pressed to beat Fangirl next start. Interested what Mark Sheen has to say.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's interesting going forward, isn't it? Uh, look, I, I've been on Fangirl every start, but I thought they'd go too slow for her here and uh, coming back for a mile, even though she had trial well in the same trial as Espiona, but um, I thought it'd be a bit too slick for her. Uh, maybe Espiona got there a bit early at the top of the straight. She had a fight to get uh, the better of Jermia and then Fangirl just had the last shot on her, whether that's played into Fangirl's hands. We'll find out in a fortnight's time. Might not be a lot between them, Um They're both pretty good fillies, so um, interesting, the betting next time they step out. I thought Heresy was a bit of a hidden run here. I thought she had no luck at all. She was travelling well coming to the turn, and um, leaders fell back in her lap, and she lost a lot of momentum and picked up again late. So um, if she can get away from these sort of better ones into the the lower level um, or a level down back at listed level, uh, I think she could pick up a race. Okay,
0: Mark Roden, on the punting form data, there's been a small improvement to Espiona first up versus its first ever start, but I guess that's uh, not particularly saying very much given that one was on debut and one wasn't. Uh, what are you reading into it from a ratings point of view?
2: Uh, she's rated close to her top, but uh, not quite there uh, on my stuff. Uh, it's a really interesting situation, this, I think. Um, that Flemington win, we thought, yeah, everyone thought, here's the next Winks, or, you know, something something like that. Um, now, I, first watching the race, watching the race live, I thought she'd been caught three wide and no cover, but watching the stewards play, that's not the case. She had cover the whole way. So she can't really use that as an excuse. Um, and what did concern me a little is when she, when he went for her and she did hit the front, she lay in a, a little bit, which I don't like to see. It's just a, just a suggestion of a little weakness there, maybe. Maybe she's not going to be the absolute dominant, top-class filly, we thought. That said, she's pretty good. Uh, interesting to hear Mark say you thought they'd go to Slava Fangirl. Well, really, they did, and she was able to win anyway. This has been a terrific performance at an unsuitable trip. As we know, she'll only get better as the distances increase. And Espiona might have her work cut out, turning the tables on her, but um, I, I still think she's pretty good. But as I say, I think there might be that little chink in the armour there, and it's going to be yeah, fascinating to see going forward. Around the
3: grounds, who would you like to own people? I'm Fangirl going forward
1: yeah well she's proven at the mile isn't she so not, not, not the, the other one doesn't look like she'll get further but uh, they'll both train on to get further won't they that's the thing but fangirl definitely will you'd think she'd get 2,000 easily wouldn't you yeah. I'll, just do, I'll just do the brace of Kolski and buy both <laughs> good answer
3: what about, you, what about you Pete
1: I didn't know you had that much money <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, if we're breeding two-year-olds, Rob, I'd have to lean for Espiona, wouldn't I? Uh, well, let's talk about racing. Yeah, if you if you could race one, uh, I, I would probably lean towards Fanduel. I think you'd pick up more fillies and mares races that way, and you've got more scope yeah. anyway. But... Splitting hairs. Pine uh, Sky Talk. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. One for uh, those with a few more few more wins under their belt. I think. Um, look, the other feature on the card was the Group Two Apollo over fourteen hundred. And in terms of the speed here, they've gone fast for the class, 2.8 lengths fast to the 600. And uh, Think It Over was really just bolting a long way from home. And Rob, you had a look at these horses in the yard and you had a bet on Think It Over as well as your old mate Icebath. But uh, run us through how Very Elegant looked as well. Uh, she looked
3: perfect, forward, forward enough. Um, yeah, w- walking very well like she, she has been for the last season or two. Um, i thought she'd be hard to beat barrier one and the price sort of maybe sort of sway to think it over um and he looked he looked he's a, he's a he's a bit of a star i think think it over he's he's a, he's a great looker he had a lot of improvement to come um that's why I thought maybe it was the yard watch people say oh not today not today for him but his racing pattern um, is, is really good and um, you know, I think wherever he goes, I, I, I'm not sure if she'll be able to beat him next start at the mile. I, I think he's got a lot of improvement, even maybe more improvement than than very elegant. Uh, special reward, I have done the numbers. That's parading very well. That horse has really turned its form around and, and running really well and maybe go go back to level. Um, huge run this from from I Am Superman. Um, it's always been a fantastic looker, but I didn't think it was this level. Um and Colette's, uh, she she's a bit sweaty, so I'm always a bit dismissive of her. And she's obviously top class, as is I think <clears> Ice Bath, who who jumped very well and got pulled back. So you know, ju- jumping well and pu- getting pulled back is, is, is is never a good thing.
0: Quick word on Hungry Heart. How did she parade?
3: Oh, she just looks like a Saturday horse to me. I've never been a big rap for her. Um, yeah, she she, she well enough, good good improvement in her, but um, you know, one of the first ones I kind of. <coughs> dismiss on books. Okay. Mark Sheen,
0: what did you make of the Apollo?
1: Well, scratching my head with the tactics employed in front here, um, with Iron Superman and Rihardini, I you know, I thought they'd come across and go at a, an even clip. I thought Riadini <laughs> had lead in a decent pace and Superman had sit outside it. Well, they went ballistic early. Um, a very surprising drift here with, uh, with think it over, four eighty out to $8.00. It was remarkable. and. Look, I know Rob said he, he looked like he had some improvement, but uh, I thought he paraded a bit better than he had uh, first up in the past. So uh, an amazing drift, and thank God for it. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, pace, the pace early was just uh, was just a head-scratcher. Um, I thought A uh, wasn't bad from the back, but obviously run to suit and very elegantly well, just stayed on the fence there when it wasn't travelling anyway. Yeah. But uh, she can obviously improve. But it was a pretty flat run when you think about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mark Roden, what are you making of the data coming back after, after the wash-up?
2: Oh, I think that Think it Over can just consistently perform <laughs> at a level that's going to win him a hell of a lot of this sort of weight for age race. Um, I don't know if he's like quite Cox Plate standard, but just, you know, the sort of group one and a half, so he's going to be right in. Uh, anything. Uh, did ban out perfectly for him, but he took full advantage and, and killed him A bit like, yeah, as we said, lost and running earlier. Um, I stuffed this race up personally from a betting perspective. I was just in love with very elegant Melbourne Cup run and its figure um, was totally unsuited. Still, it's it's run a long way down. Um, it, it was wrong spot. There's a lot against it, but it still didn't really do anything, to be honest. Um, so we yeah, jury out there, I suppose. Again, it's, it's happened before. She's yeah, she's put in ordinary nice. runs early in her press before and and uh, got back to her best, so far too early to be dismissing her, of course. Um, yeah, I... The other one I backed was Ria Dini. I'm, I'm never backing it again. Um, but, I mean, you could excuse that. But it was bizarre tactics for I'm Superman to go that
1: fast and then to chase it just is astonishing, to be honest. Yeah, why wouldn't you just log behind it? She, yeah. she half kicked up to get up to his quarters. To, yeah. yeah, it was a bit yeah. of a head-scratcher to me.
2: Just poor judgment of pace. She, I mean, I don't want to stick the boots into Rachel King, but she did this in the absence too when she the horse got beaten about 20 lengths when she went way too hard in, in, on speed. That day as well, she just... He's judged it again i think but uh, uh he's probably not wait for age class anyway
0: race nine was the triske over 1200 meters the group three for the mares and in terms of the pace here they've gone very slow to the 600 six and a half links slow and um, which set it up for the leader which was snap dancer just almost painless if you're on uh rob there was a few other horses though in the field that need to be talked about including it's me yeah, she
3: was actually a bet for me. It's me. I thought she paraded fantastic, um, very professional, forward enough. Um, I thought she was going to run a good race. Um, Stap dancer uh, look, looked. She's a bit of a fiery type, but that that's her. She's always getting a bit towy. She looked to have um, you know the the right amount of condition on her. and um, yeah, it was it was a mistake, um, you know, betting against her because she she absolutely killed them, and um, she's she's a proper mare and probably can win again. Mirror Vision's another one to follow. Looked a bit heavy to my eye, but it, she's a lovely mare and, um, p- and probably wins somewhere uh, in, in the pretty near future. Promise of a success is a horse I'll, I'll, I can, I'll never catch just because it's just, just like a little pony kind of thing and um, not my kind of horse. But, um, <coughs> yeah, so, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's a race, um, uh, missed opportunity for me. I thought the choose, um, you know, probably not run to suit, but look, looked parade very well and um, a bit
1: disappointing. Okay, much then? Well, we had a catastrophic injury to Moonshine Lady in the barrier and Vangelic was scratched as well. So the two leaders came out of the race and uh, Snapdancer was just left in front in a dead set walk. So I think first five around the home turn were first five. Um, She's bolted in. Maybe she would have won with the other two in the race sitting off the speed anyway, but it was really put on for her. I agree with Miravision, I thought she'd try well coming into this but she looked a bit pretty and she was one of the ones just a little bit off the pace and uh, I thought she still finished off quite nicely so definitely one to follow uh, getting up to around 14 or 1600 metres for me. A couple of the back markers just uh, got too far back and so I'd be a little bit forgiving of some of them that were right out the back here. It was very hard to make ground. I agree it's me look pretty good but it is a big task to come back from that long after a tendon injury. Yep. Uh, Mark Roden, are you following anything out of this? Uh,
2: not really. The winner's pretty good, obviously, uh, when things go her way, uh, like they did on Saturday. I, I suppose because of the, the lack of speed in the race, you, things that did settle second half of the field, you have to be forgiving on. But they sort of did, as, as Mark alluded to, they sort of just went round in formation. I had something on electric girl at the price who had every chance, ran quite well for third, but just a little out of her depth on the day. Um, two smart back at each way at $6 a place, of course. Um, Yeah, not not much to say about it, but I think the winner is is pretty good and she's got a a lovely racing style, so she's going to win plenty of races.
0: And that brings us to the last. It was a 1,300-metre benchmark 88, fast tempo, 3.8 lengths fast to the 600, but trial-like far lap, otherwise known as League Gay Soleil. Uh, (laughs) Again, it was reasonably painless uh, in the last concluding stages, but uh, I think everyone ended up backing this. So, Rob, I'll start with you. What did they look like in, in the yard?
3: Look, this uh, just looked outstanding. She, she's only she's not a very big horse. Not wouldn't necessarily call it my kind of horse, but um, God, she could. You know, I know John O'Shea's. In my mind, I, I've got him as a bit of a, a fresh trainer, and um, this horse just was dappled up and just looked sharp and ready to go. And then those words ring in my mind: mm-hmm. tried like Farlap." Um, so yeah, it, it quickly became a bet. I, I thought the ones that look, looked well uh, in the yard ran well um so yeah it the i wasn't overly sur- surprised with the, with the you know with the place getters um but yeah it it's she's probably the one to follow out of the race legacy like soleil but you know very good runs too from i thought bound to win was pretty good first up bring the ransom looked like it had trained on nicely um vinciano not sure what to do with her she looked she looked very fit and you know maybe a bit disappointing she might be a bit of a Kenzo horse, Kenzo Canterbury. I think she's got her best format. But, um, yeah, uh, the, the winner, I'm
0: not sure where she goes, but, um, yeah, probably up in class and can run well again. Yep. Uh, Mark Sheen, great price, well done, well found. Uh, when you said trial like Farlap, was there any particular small part of the trial that you thought really stood out uh, for those watching at home that might be able
1: to pick up on some of these factors going forward? Well, um, I think uh, I think she ran second or third in that trial, but overpass was just inside her who had won a weight for age race um, uh, as well. And um, just the turn of foot she showed when he just gave her a dig in the ribs, something that, um, look, she has produced in the past sometimes on race day. She'd had a flat preparation here and there, but... Um, yeah, she just looked to go to the line really good, and it did set up nicely for her here. They went pretty quick. Uh, Matti put the speed on. Vinciano was disappointing. I thought she looked quite good in the yard, but um, the fact she was forced to chase, she didn't really put in, and it, uh, it may have put it on for the winner, who, who did go quite well. Bounder wins come back uh, okay. It looked they'd clashed with Le Gaiselais one other time, and Le Gaiselais was pretty unlucky in that race. so. They're pretty much joined at the hip. Those two, Legay Soleil, just having the edge, I'd say, and um, just whether she's getting better company and get that far back in a bigger field—that's that's the problem whether She's got a bad racing style. Things went her way on Saturday. And
0: yeah. uh, Mark Roden, anything to follow out of this race for you?
2: No, I think. But the, I think the winner did trial, gave the impression in that trial that she'd come back better, and I think the figures suggest she has. Uh, <laughs> Her racing style, notwithstanding, I think she's pretty smart. um, Certainly better than this sort of benchmark, grade, But, yeah, how far she can go remains to be seen. Um, Yeah, I I ended up with her, as you sort of alluded to. I was already on in and something smaller on Bring the Ransom. But when the uh, change of tactics on Mattawotakfi was announced, uh, that they were going to leave like they'd done in its uh, trial with the blinkers on, um, I thought that would actually set it up nicely for the guys that Soleil, unfortunately, added her. And so, uh, yes, I think everyone's ended up on it. I know Dicko's had a fair crack at it too, so everyone um, rounded off the afternoon with a bit of a spring in their step, which was very pleasing.
0: Yes, indeed. All right, that brings us to the end. I'll get some horses to follow from each of you. Mark Sheen, I'll
1: start with yourself. Well, I think Laura Vindish is going to win a nice race, Uh, probably one of those handicaps leading up to the Doncaster. I'm pretty sure that'll be his target. But um, I think once he gets up around a mile... um, uh, Annabelle Neeson might have a very nice horse on his hands. So, on her hands, I should say. Laura Indices. Okay. Mark Roden?
2: Uh, I just think um, Lost and Running, Fangirl. Even think it over to some extent, but he's a bit older and further into his career. But Lost and Running and Fangirl have really consolidated um, a base to step to another level. So that should mean to see them winning some uh, group ones this, uh, this autumn.
0: Okay. And Rob Scurry, a couple to follow out of the yard. Oh, you just on mute, Rob. Go again.
3: Sorry, mate. Um, dog was barking. I've got yeah. uh, a fangirl, uh, Law of Indices, Think It Over, Miss Faberge, and Dalexo, who was very unlucky not to win. Um, I think that's a, it's better than a midway horse and could find its way up to, I don't know, sort of Ma- Malkovich level. That sort of, you know, maybe it is early in this prep, but um, I think I think it's a big strong horse
0: with um, you know, good ability and could certainly. You know, make, make a listed level horse all right very On good looks. uh this saturday we've got rose hill we've got three group twos the hobartville the silver slipper and the millie fox but mark sheen we see uh at this early stage animo should be running in the hobartville and uh the group two for the 2 year olds the silver slipper
1: looks pretty competitive yeah well uh rob can uh, talk about uh, animo's parade the other day but um it certainly wasn't a good parade, so uh, you can expect a, a better horse to, or you hopefully can expect a better horse to show up on Saturday. Yep. What do you think, Rob?
3: Oh, it was it was very fresh. It was <laughs> trying to kill somebody every time it walked past the uh, the clock there, kick, uh, kicking kicking at this bloke, and uh, <laughs> it yeah, looked like it, he'd it, been in the
1: pool as well. He was dripping.
0: Really. Oh, we, just, we just lost Rob. Rob's just frozen. That's okay. Um, I remember Rob,
2: I spoke to to Rob on the phone that day and he said it was a dreadful parade. Yeah, exactly right. And I also had the track track buyers against it as well. It was a very good run, really.
0: Yeah, very much so. Uh, Look, we'll be back on Friday uh, with Mark Sheen, Mark Roden to preview the meeting. We'll be back next Monday to review the meeting. Until then, guys, enjoy the week. Go well.